welcome to the Static Zone podcast, where we discuss everything you watched back when TVs had a static snow cover channel before you popped in your VHS or switched over to channel three. Do not let circumstances control you. You change your circumstances. I'm Scotty Moe. My dream is to continue filming until my body tells me to stop. It's Corey, a.k.a. Tornado Jones, and coffee is a language in itself. That's right. It's Graham, our guest for this week. Hello, everyone. Hello. I don't so even know I, what that quote was you said. I couldn't me, find I'm quotes. I'm going to take it as offense. I couldn't <laughs> find quotes from our movie of choice this episode, so I just looked up Jackie Chan, Jackie Chan quotes, and there's plenty. Oh. <laughs> yeah, there's plenty. So You uh, took the hardest job ever and made it the easiest job ever. So. I There wasn't, I mean, but also the thing was, and we'll get into it, like I wasn't sure if I quote something, if people have only watched the sub version, are they going to even know that's from and whatever. But that's right, everyone, you guessed it. We watched Police Story from 1985, the movie that was difficult to find, but we're here to tell you where to get it. And we want to welcome our guest, Graham Cookson. Welcome, Graham. Say hello. Tell the people who you are. Uh, why why are you here graham what is this well firstly thanks for having me on the show uh who am i um that's also actually one of jackie chan's movies who am i um, um great movie uh yeah so some people may know me i mean scotty knows me and Corey knows me from um megavisions which is a magazine that we both all worked on at the same time and scotty used to be a co-host with me on the megavision show the podcast we used to do uh, prior to that, I used to run Sega Nerds back in the day and stuff. Uh, yeah, I'm. Yeah, that, that's all kind over of the internet. Year. So long as it's yeah, Sega related. All over there. <laughs> yeah, just Google me. Actually, don't yeah. Google me. That's weird. So we have done a bunch of podcasts <laughs> in the past with Graham. Um, I had to look back because Corey was like, "I don't think Graham and I have recorded again." I'm like, "That might be right," but then I double checked and we've done one, if not a couple, <laughs> of the Dreamcast Marathon aftermath podcast that's right it's a mouthful um so and what was funny i watched uh the i i did like i just had it on the background through the week to kind of get my head in the zone of of all of us recording together um and i was listening to the 2020 aftermath Corey was fucking drained and graham and i were the energy of that show but oh was was just yeah you were just because your voice was demolished since you decided to become a shoutcaster that year where we were all digital. Oh, was that the first year? Oh, no, it was digital. No, nah, it was your second yeah. year, I think, as a Megavisions marathon host. Um, but that was the digital year. Maybe the best one in, in recent memory in terms of like, because I, and that's not a slam on the other recent marathons we've done, but I think what happened right. with that marathon, since that was uh, fresh in the middle of the pandemic and we were all digital, I think because like the setup was lackluster compared to previous years, we all upped our energy game like to the tenth degree, and like that was a lot of work into that doing it digital though. Like yeah, digital for everyone's like oh it's just digital. Yeah, I was I was got more gray hairs that year definitely. Yeah, yeah. no, but and uh, but uh, yeah, if people want to see another podcast we were on together, the Dreamcast Aftermath 2020 was a good time. What were you gonna say there, Graham? Sorry, I was talking about the 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 virtual Dreamcast Marathon, the first couple of hours where nothing seemed to go right was like... Oh, yeah. Still, still uh, long and far the most technical issues we've had at the start of a marathon and, like, the the most, uh, like, redneck-rigged something was at beginning and end for any marathon we've done. (laughs) Or any marathon I've done. That's probably my favorite pole caliber. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was, that was, uh, the TLDR of that is 
every internet latency issue happened in the beginning for us to like reshift everything and then at the end it was down to one webcam pointed at a tv and myself <laughs> and then just myself no gameplay just cameras uh yeah it's just one of the fiascos. best clips we had on the channel so. galore yeah. yeah oh man it was it was just that <laughs> it was it was the epitome example of fuck it we'll do it live i think so it's not the it's not the only time we've said that and had to do it. So. Right. Yeah. Um, but hey, we're here to talk about movies, specifically. Yes. A check, a jet, uh, I keep, that's twice I've said Jackie Jan almost. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. But uh, this is Police Story, the 1985 hit. Now, I couldn't find a like a, just a straight up synopsis on the back of a uh, like VHS or DVD box. Graham, do you, since you picked this, you are the guest, you chose this movie. That's how things roll here at Static Zone. You Would yeah. you mind reading the back of yours that has the actual description? Just grab it off of your mountain of Jackie Chan. What's that? For people that don't know, for people that don't know, Graham has created a, he's a very large, uh, Jackie Jan fan. <laughs> and, uh, he has a pile of uh, movies and DVDs behind him right now in like a shrine. Uh, I did not know this about him, but this is great. So, yes, Graham, if you can go ahead and you can read both of them if you want to. I don't know if there's any difference between them. at the same so. time. Um, right. I, OK, I'll read the DVD one. because That seems a bit go. more comprehensive, but it says okay. um, fearless Hong Kong cop Kai Ku, uh, Jackie Chan. And fellow officers attempt to take down the evil crime boss, Mr. Koo, um, and manage to capture his secretary, Selena, as their key witness. When Kai Koo is framed for murder, he takes the law into his own hands. Da, 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 da. Nice. And then talks on like introducing numerous Chan trademarks, such as performing <laughs> his own stunts and closing credit outtakes. Police story is set that sorry, police story set the benchmark for the star's future films. Those are actually incorrect, I should just say. He didn't do his own stunts in this one. For the, oh, no, sorry. He did do his own stunts, but this was not his introduction to that. Mm. And also, this is not the first movie that had closing outtakes in. So, that's a lie. Wait, that's he didn't lie. do his own stunts in this movie? No, no, no. Oh, but a couple. I should rephrase that. He, he's, he did all his own stunts, but this okay. says he introduced him doing his own stunts. But no, he did his own stunts in Oh, okay, my bad. Yeah, I was like, the, uh, if he didn't, Jesus. No, 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 no. He did it. Not taking that away from the man, because he's a legend for that, obviously. Yeah, but yeah also, the clo the closing credits, which he's famous for, um, like the outtakes and stuff, he had that in previous movies as well. So mm -hmm. this did not introduce either of those things. Uh, yeah. That's fine. There's yeah, been a lot of releases of the movie from what I've seen. Yeah, I was going to say it's it, the only standard it set was him nearly of his just his habit of nearly killing himself filmmaking, basically. Yeah, he was just film. younger yeah. this time when he did it. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, I could just quickly read the Blu-ray version, which is sure, sure. shorter, but, uh, uh, but considered by Jackie Chan himself to be his best film in terms of pure action. Police stories ch stars Chan. Um, so Chan as Super cop uh, Chan Kaiku, uh, who goes up against a notorious crime lord in a series of escalating set pieces that resulted in many of Jackie's stunting being hospitalized, which oh, they show in the final credit <laughs> scene. So, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Question: go to Hospital, watch this movie. Question on that. Now there is a movie called Super Cop. Is that also the same character of Kakui or Kaku? So yeah, there's um, the Police Story franchise, but his character name changes in some of them. Okay. Um, 
So yeah, the Police Story 3 Supercop uh, has Jackie Chan and Michelle Yeoh in it, um, yeah. who you might know from Crash and Tiger Hidden Dragon. Oh yeah. Other things. Uh, <laughs> yeah, other <laughs> things. Uh, Tomorrow um, Never Die she's in. Uh, she's oh, okay. In oh, huh. uh, uh, can, we, yeah, can we give the backstory on how this happened? Like we, when we invited Graham to be like, hey, we want you on the podcast. And he was like, all right, we're going to watch this movie. No, I changed my mind. We're going to watch this movie. <laughs> sure. I mean, that's pretty it much started what with happened. Police Story. And then it went to another Jackie Chan movie. And then it went back to Police Story. And I'm just like, we got to well, solid. We got to solidify one in first. So, no, it yeah. started like this because I, you know, Graham and I firmed up that he was going to be on. And then like a couple hours go by and he's like, OK, I just watched Police Story. This is going to be fun. And then a couple hour, other hours go by. He's like, I just watched Meals on Wheels or Wheels on Meals. That's good, too. And then a couple days go by. He's like, I think I want to do Wheels on Meals. But I don't know if you guys like Police Story more. And I'm just like, Graham, listen, you pick a movie that you want to talk about. We've you talked about come back. Yeah, we've discussed some stinkers. This isn't going to be the last podcast you've ever been on. And then in the background, Graham has mountains of DVDs and then also them displayed. So Blu-rays. How many do you know how many off the top of your head? How many Jackie Chan movies you own? I actually don't know off the top of my head. Uh, some, uh, of are, so some of them are DVD and some of them are Blu-ray. But yeah, um, I think I think I remember in a distant podcast, you had VHS Jackie Chan movies and then they disappeared or something. Or are they just still somewhere? Probably on a shelf or in the attic. I'm not sure. But you might want to get those because I'm sure in some way, shape, or form, there's some that haven't been uh, ported or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. There's one I can't get for the PAL or the UK version um, of DVDs, which is called Thunderbolt. And I've got a VHS recording from the TV. (laughs) <laughs> I, can't, I can't i can't get i've got two versions which are both not don't work on uk dvd players oh, that's oh. so just grab yeah. a ps3 or international multi-region dvds or whatever but i never yeah. bothered to get one that's stuff uh, back in the day too when things were like region locked and all that yeah. stuff it's not big of a deal anymore because a lot of it's all like you know region code free but like some of the stuff that hasn't had a re-release a lot of the shit we've watched on this podcast would be probably abysmal to try and, you know, get in the PAL version or something like that. I forget about that problem because, like, it it actually just, in in relevance to when we're recording this, it's a couple days after Thanksgiving, um, you know, we were hanging out with family and we were talking about, yeah, (laughs) we were talking about uh, uh, how people have issues with, like, watching things in other regions or just straight up uh, a, a relative of Rachel's who's a big horror fan really wanted to see the new monsters but doesn't have a smart TV doesn't really care about upgrading to that stuff and he's like so I had to fucking go out and buy the movie because it's only streaming and it's like not in theaters I was like oh that's an interesting problem that's easily fixable but then I thought also yeah. I was like well wait can't you just and then I was like oh yeah everything we stream is either through the fire stick or my PS4 which yeah. that then got my gears rotating again it's like We've I've never had a regional issue with DVDs because the PS3 and the PS4 just plays all regions. Yeah. So I guess I've I've never owned a legit or legit. I've never owned just a straight up standard DVD or Blu-ray player. It's always been a console. Back in the day that it was cheaper to buy a PS3, which was a Blu-ray player, than it was to buy a Blu-ray player. (laughs) Right. I worked at Walmart at the time and I told people, I was like, look, just buy a PS3. And they're like, I don't need a video game player. I'm like, it's cheaper and you get more things. (laughs) Yeah. 
But that, yeah. that was the same with the PS3, wasn't it? For DVDs. I think at the time. Oh, DVDs yeah. That was my DVD player forever. Thousand pounds and PS2 was like 250. It's like. Yeah. And it plays an awesome library of video games. <laughs> and it was yeah. a CD player. <laughs> yeah. Did yeah. everything. So anyway, we're um, talking about police story. <laughs> that in mind. Spoilers ahead for the movie, but uh, let's yes. talk about where you can actually watch this because I realize I didn't fully update the docket other than you can watch it on it. It is on HBO Max. Um, there are various forms through YouTube, uh, and that's all I'll say about that. Um, yeah. I think just HBO Max popped up for me, but I'm using the Fire Stick, so sometimes like Apple TV stuff doesn't pop up or whatever. So do you guys have input on where else you can legitimately watch this? I mean, I watched it on HBO Max. It was uh, the one on HBO Max is the subtitled Cantonese version as well. Okay. So if you're wanting to have the dub version, you don't watch it on HBO. Well, I don't know. There might be oh. an option to toggle it, but automatically it put me on the Cantonese version. And mm. I'm an old man. I like to read my movies. So I was perfectly fine with that. So mm-hmm. in the UK, you can also watch it on Amazon Prime, but you have to pay for it. So it's streamable gotcha. by there. Well, you can come to my house. I've got a couple of copies. He has a copy for every room in his house. So yeah. just in case. Yeah. Funny, what are you talking about? We got to have, you know, police story here. Like, yeah. We have to have at least three Jackie Chan movies playing at all times in the house, dear. <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh, okay. um, that's really well, yeah, I, we'll just keep cruising through the, the factoids and numbers here, and then we'll get into the, the nitty gritty. Uh, directed by Jackie Chan. Also directed by Chi Hua Chen. I didn't I didn't even see his name pop up in the credits for me watching it. It was just Jackie Chan's name everywhere. Um, but that's this is what IMDb I said anyway. I thought at the beginning. Oh, maybe. I don't know. And then also written by Jackie Chan and Edward Tang. Um, the Is this Jackie Chan's first directorial debut, Graham? Do you know? No. Um, I believe Drunken Master might have been his first proper okay. one. We had full like creative control over everything. Gotcha. Um, That's interesting. Did he just start off as a stuntman? Yeah. So he started off as a stuntman in Bruce Lee movies and stuff was his first big gig. Mm. Um, And he just stuck with it and wanted to direct. Two Bruce Lee's movies. And one of them, Bruce Lee broke his arm during a fight scene. I think that's hat. Might be Ness of the Dragon. I think he, he, Bruce Lee broke his arm and Jackie felt like pretending to be beaten up. And then afterwards, apparently when they went cut, like Bruce Lee ran over to him and, oh my God, are you okay? Like, cause he like, Cause I just broke your fucking arm. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Man. Okay, cool. I didn't know. Because, uh, like, I mean, when we... This is not the first Jackie Chan movie we talked about on this podcast, by the way. Yeah. We have about right. Rush Hour 2. So... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> rush hour well, two say, yeah we it, that was just by the numbers and we like didn't have we realized in retrospect maybe not one of his strongest because we were we like got through the movie discussing it pretty quick i don't know if you yeah. listen to that episode grant but i i mentioned that we did yeah. discuss it oh you did okay but yeah it wasn't yeah. it wasn't like we weren't entertained it's just like it's very by the numbers actiony, like ho ho odd we couple. We should have done all three movies. Is what yeah, we that was what the conclusion we came to is that we could have condensed three of them into one discussion. Um, but I am glad we watched that because something happens in this movie from that. We'll get to it, but yeah. So, do you think we were unfair with our rating of the Rush Hour two though, Graham? You said you listened to it. I, I it's it, if yeah, no, it's fine. Yeah, what. Um, <laughs> if, uh, I, I think I might have said some things during the time. I can't remember everything that you said, but yeah. Uh, I, I would, love it. Uh, I, I think definitely Rush Hour 1 and Rush Hour 2 
definitely watch those two. Number three, if, I've only seen it once. I don't I even know if I've seen it. Like I'm trying to remember. Right. All I know about that movie one. is they bring back the gov- the gavilta fish joke. Mm. Yes, <laughs> so that Chris Rock can say it correctly. So wow. Not, yeah. I'm sorry, Chris Tucker, Chris not Tucker. Chris Rock. Yeah, my bad. What a life. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, Flash Hour 3 just wasn't very good. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. I think that was just a result of, you know, the f- second one did well. So they're like, we got to make more money. Um, yeah. But so the. Like, damn, he's not going to be in Rush Hour 3. That's the funniest oh, yeah. joke. In the, and that's a blooper. <laughs> yeah. Um, the numbers for this were a little hard to find because A, it was the 80s. B, it didn't get an. Uh, um, like bit, like nobody first. knew who Jackie Chan was in the U.S. in 85 is the best way to say it, I guess. Yeah. Um, and uh, so the numbers that we do have here, at least in Hong Kong, where it released, it uh, got at the box office. The gross was 26 million Hong Kong dollars is what Wikipedia says. I don't know what Hong Kong dollars are. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, Just do the U.S. dollar <laughs> equivalent. <laughs> well, Graham's not from the U.S., so I feel like we should include a little bit of everything. Oh, I guess we can do that. Uh, in no, the U.S., oh, man, it was yeah. three million, uh, and then man, well, okay, so eight, in '85 it opened in Hong Kong, Taiwan, and Japan. In uh, Taiwan, twenty million dollars. In Japan, oh shit, what is that? Nineteen? No, Japan is um, yen. That's a trillion yen. Uh, basically, nineteen. Uh, well, it eleven million sense. U.S. dollars in the U.S. Yeah, and yeah. then the eventually it got a limited release in the U.S. with the second movie I saw, and that grossed one hundred thirteen thousand dollars. Not very good for anything, really. Um, but I mean, uh, I could not find the budget of this movie anywhere, which is something difficult to find on any movie from the eighties, honestly, um, unless Graham might have those numbers that he can just roll off his head or something. You have any idea, Graham, the budget of this film? I actually don't. I have no idea. That's okay. Um, I mean, it did well enough that there's like a whole series of police stories now, Mm -hmm. or like there's the new police story or something was the one that kept popping up when I tried to find stuff about this one. There's a lot of different ones. I think it's literally called (laughs) new police story, right? (laughs) He's got it. Hold on. He's got it. How many are there? Because I know there's at least a one, a third one with three in the title. So yeah, there's police story, police story two, which Police Story 2 directly follows on from this movie pretty much. There's some of the same... Does it? Okay, because that one's also on HBO Max, and I was kind of curious about that one. Yeah, I'd say it's not as good as Police Story 1 or 3. Police Story 3 through Supercop's really good, but it kind of moves away. Jackie Chan's meant to be the sort of same character, I guess. Um, Then you get one called Crime Story, which I have seen. I can't even remember it, to be honest. It's a bit more straight-laced. Even more of a generic name. (laughs) Yeah. Police story is already pretty broad. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, I know, which I have a little factoid about that we can talk about later. Um, yes. And there is Super Cop 2, which was just starring Michelle Yeoh, so it's kind of a spin-off. And then okay. there's Poli- Police Stories 4, which is actually normally called First Strike, Jackie Chan's First Strike, oh, um, okay. which is really good. So it's got, again, it's got a couple of the characters, the Jackie and like one of the police superintendents is in it as well or something. Gotcha. Then you get New Police Story, then you get Police Story 2013, which is, um, well, released in 2013. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. New Police Story is darker, but it's actually a really good movie. I loved it. I, I thought this was a brilliant movie. Although According the trailer on this entire much... franchise is amazing. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's pretty good. Like most, most of them are good. Um, First Strike is really fun. If you, if that's very entertaining. It's I almost like, like I've heard that movie, movie. I've definitely heard that name. 
first strike as a movie, but yeah. it could be something else. I don't know. Uh, uh, well, hopefully, I, yeah, hopefully you've heard of it and other people have said it's good as well, because I think it's great. I don't know. Yeah. Um, the cast and crew will mention, I mean, they, they I don't feel like we're going to get too much into that. That's like a side thing of everything that we're going to discuss probably. But Jackie Chan plays in the, in the, in the dubbed version. There were some slip ups because he was called just straight up Jackie Chan played by Jackie Chan. Yeah. But also I thought I heard them say Kevin and I was like, this is, I don't under, and then I was, when I was looking up info and trying to find the backs of the boxes to read and stuff, he's definitely credited as Kevin. And then he's also credited as something else, which I think either Graham or Corey already mentioned. So I'm just going to call yeah. him Jackie. I mean, I think we're all going to end up calling him Jackie whenever we talk about him anyway. Yeah. Uh, and then More the other likely. mentions here, uh, Maggie, um, Maggie Chen, Cheng, sorry, plays May his girlfriend in this, and then Bridget Lin plays Selena Fong, the uh, witness secretary boss's secretary lady I was not into. There were some things I was not clear on in terms of the plot, but we'll get to it. Um, and it's definitely rewatchable, really, so there you go. So. Yeah, it's rewatchable, so that's all the nitty-gritty you need to know. I think we can just go ahead and get into it and just discuss, like, Man, they followed Shakespeare's example of you got to hit them hard right away so you don't lose the audience because let's talk about the first 15 minutes. <laughs> town is done. Yeah. Mm hmm. That's so I, we learned I, how they make ski slopes. <laughs> yeah, apparently. So I don't know. I guess we'll just to give a little backstory. Jackie Chan's part of police force. Uh, they are trying to stop a drug dealer named uh, Graham. Help me out. What was the drug dealer's name? Uh, two or Mr. Chu. Okay. Uh, they know where they're going to meet up. He's meeting up with like somebody. So they're all, it's, it's a police stakeout and it goes bad. That's basically yeah. the gist of it. And it's a 10 minute chase scene. Well, you <laughs> know, we know the only, I mean, I'm glad they did this because otherwise I wouldn't have understood the intensity of it when they, you know, all the, uh, the whole team that's going to be assigned to this case is, you know, in the classroom and the chief's telling them what to do. He's like, here's your assignments, memorize them and shred them. So you're like, yeah. oh, this is a big deal. Memorize then, and destroy. Yeah. So, and then it just cuts to suddenly it's, just everything and i'm just like the whole time i'm watching this i'm like holy shit i i just assume all the cops know who all the cops are because this is so fucking haphazard that how does someone else not get in someone else's crossfire <laughs> there was one point i think when jackie showed up on scene and the guy would like turn and put his gun to him he's like no no, no it's me and then he's just like oh shit yeah you could just accidentally shoot your teammate yeah. like <laughs> yeah 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 um yeah Man, I enjoyed I was pointing out little things like I enjoyed how a sign, uh, a roadblock sign, it just said danger on it. That was it. Just it's just a danger <laughs> yeah. sign. Just foreshadowing things yeah. that are going to happen. Oh, so. no, it's yeah. Yeah. Should we talk about how it get, got so chaotic and stuff? Like, sure. Uh, just set that scene. So, yeah, just just set the scene. Yeah, there's an operation. They're trying to take down this sort of drug drug kingpin, basically, in Hong Kong. Mm. Uh, he's gone to like into this village. It's kind of like on a mountain, basically. It, yeah, um, it looks and, like I will say it looks like just stereotypical. This is a fishing village. Their major export is fishing. You know, I was like, yeah. man, am I just falling into like Karate Kid stereotypes here? Or is this just what they want us to think about this town? You know, and their homes are made from uh, metal side paneling is what right, their entire right, homes right. are made out of. Yeah, but <laughs> sorry. Go ahead, Graham. On the, side of a bit, on the side of like a mountain, basically. Um, yeah. 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 And. Yeah, there's like people living there, working there and stuff, but then the police are like un undercover, so they're all just wearing like 
workman uniforms or whatever they want to wear. And they're sort of dotted around this village. Jackie, um, that's his whole wardrobe throughout the entire movie is the, the, <laughs> the worker's jumpsuit is oh, what yeah. I feel like that or a sweater. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, and yeah, they're trying to close in on the, the kingpin and stuff. And then uh, basically a couple of bad guys realize the cops are there and all hell breaks loose. And there's like a massive gunfight. And yeah, mm-hmm. uh, as you say, a car chase happens. So I don't know if you guys want to pick that up. I I do like the fact that once things start going south, the first things the cops do is protect the civilians. That was the yeah. first thing they did instead of in an American one. I'm going to say it right now in an American eighties movie. It's just going to be like, you might hear it in hearsay. Like someone's like, Oh, go protect the civilians. And then the, they, and then they go a chasing after the bad guy. But in this one, that is the one thing. Like, I think they even address it in the movie. It's just like, well, we, we need to protect them first. Like they come first, then we chase after them. So even Jackie made sure that people were taken care of before he, I mean, he's a good guy. Like he's actually a, a, a very good guy throughout this entire movie that just gets effed by the situations he's in. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, yeah as soon as the gun, as soon as uh, guns start firing, yes, yeah, one of the police goes, Oh, quickly, everyone protect a protected yeah. civilian. They pull out their police badges to go, Hey, like they break cover and go, everyone get to safety basically. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah. It's just, also, weird to see jackie chan with and i know that he has a gun in rush hour and all that stuff but i really feel like it i don't know it's it's just weird for me to see jackie chan with a gun yeah just like especially when he's like firing it and like shooting at people i'm like this i get it but like you know jackie chan's the martial arts guy so <laughs> most, most of his movies he doesn't use guns in so that's a good thing to pick up on actually that's very few that he's ever there's only really his earliest ones he really had some guns in uh oh, okay, his really okay. early ones like set in like medieval ancient china right. times so but, that's true yeah i, I thought for um, some reason i maybe i'm mixing this up with like an anime or something but i thought at one point i remember jackie chan saying no guns to a partner or something i don't know i might be i might be crossing uh different anime or whatever else or i don't know maybe i just want a cowboy bebop better live action thing i'm not sure but um he might might have said that at some point he's got enough movies i'm sure he said something along those lines at some point um this uh my first couple of notes here my first one here is Jackie slaps her glasses clean off her face. <laughs> and I was like, holy shit, what's going on here? I don't even I'm not even at that point. I didn't even know who that lady was like. I didn't even remember seeing her in another scene. So I didn't even know if she was a bad guy or not. So I was just like, Jesus Christ, this is getting uh, intense immediately. Um, yeah, because because and I, and I mentioned that, too, because like he does that. But then he goes off chasing off after someone else like he i feel like like you're blind now i'm done with you off to for justice elsewhere you know well i thought he slapped her at first but it was just her glasses i guess and i, I mean he like, slapped oh. her if you get slapped hard enough that your glasses are hit yeah, off that's gonna I mean, hurt so i ow, guess so I poke myself in the eye um yeah and then i have another note here that i'll just read you guys my first couple of notes here all right because this is the only way i can introduce this scene jackie slaps her glasses clean off shoot out among the village versus uh village cops versus drug dealers shoots the mirror tong freaking out pissed his pants camera zooms in then in all caps drive through the town literally down the hill through houses but we are saving the people for justice it this was the first Superman movie with all the collateral damage. <laughs> yeah, or like Sonic Adventure after Chaos has literally flooded an entire city and Tails is like, all's well that ends well. <laughs> no, yeah. Founses are dead. 
Let me yeah. see. I want to pull up because uh, welcome, Graham, to how uh, I take notes when <clears throat> doing a movie review is I yell things at Scotty whenever I'm watching the movie. Yeah. Well, I so, did that to Graham because I sent Graham a message uh, right before I was about to sit down with this. I was like, you recommend subbed or dubbed? And then like half an hour later, I think I just said like, holy shit, this village is toast <laughs> or yeah. something. My uh, my notes in the beginning were who put this pee in my pants? Uh, and then I said, this entire town is just gone now. And this chase has been going on for 10 minutes now. <laughs> oh, but yeah. you know what? That's how you do a fucking opening scene, man. Yeah. Like, that's good. It gets you. And like, I love. I've seen a lot of bad karate movies where it's just like they don't know, like the fight choreography is good, but they don't know how to shoot it. So it's just like mm -hmm. wide pans of people just waiting to get kicked in the face and all that. Uh, with Jackie Chan movies and this one in particular, everything's super fast and super fluid and you get your cuts where you need them and all that stuff. And you're just like, damn, there's a lot of production in this movie and it makes it shows it comes yeah. through. Yeah, it really does. Yeah. Um, and like um, just one of the notes I've actually put in, like, which is you might think it's pretty obvious, but the, the village that they drive through and destroy they built just for the movie, just for the oh, one yeah. scene. I hope so. <laughs> like, yeah, like uh, obviously they wouldn't just destroy some random village, but yeah, but yeah, it's it's one of those things I love about these sort this era where you didn't have CGI. That wasn't mm. really a thing. Let's just build a village and then destroy the whole thing for like ten minutes of the movie. I wonder how many takes that took. Like they had to do it in the one, right? Like not, I I'm feel not like sure this particular scene because uh, I know there's a couple of there's a couple of stunts in this that they only had one shot with. Um, but I'm not sure about this one. It might have only been one for this one as well. I feel like it might have been the one towards the end where they show it four times. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which, come to find I'm... out, was incredibly dangerous, and, like, Jackie right. almost lost his life on that one. <laughs> I, I wonder right. if... I wonder if something was originally planned for this chase down the side of the hill where they might have had things going on between the cars... But then they're like, no, we're going to have one chance at this. So let's just show the cars going down the hill. There's not going to be anything happening within that moment that's going to be worth filming because we're not setting this up again. So just or drive down dangerous. the hill and we're going to show you going through buildings and that's going to be it. You know, because if, yeah, if this was made today, it would be like, er, boom, 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 er, bang, bang, bang. Yeah, er, bang, it'd be bang, bang, back know? into the car and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So you can see when the cars are coming down the hill, like there's extras <laughs> and people around there. Uh, there are people like in that craziness that's going on and you find out that a lot of them were injured because in that scene, you know, at the after credits uh, scene or not the after credits, but the over credits, you're just like, oh, shit, people did get hurt. So you could not have a film crew in there trying to, like, get shots in or anything like that, because mm -hmm. it's just like this is a one and done. So mm -hmm. it's crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Even seeing people on the roof, roof, roofs collapsing and standing by yeah. a wall and throwing the wall burst through like ah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> at the very end of the scene where he's shooting at the 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 bus that's coming towards him in that uh, that over credit scene you're just like oh there was one where he even he got a little scared and ran away from it so. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah well that's oh. that's the thing too is this insane scene doesn't end there that's just like the start of it the start of the chase scene uh going yeah. down the hill and then at the midway um, part couple of bad boys bad boys yep bad guys jump on a double decker bus and then that goes around the mountain pretty much and jackie chan has to follow it on foot eventually because his car is toasted um and he uh 
Yeah, he just does some Spider-Man crap, basically, because he, like, grabs a umbrella from a lady and, like, hooks onto the car. Meanwhile, I don't know about... I know there's various soundtracks to this, but there was, like, a ripping guitar solo during half of this chase scene for me. So... (laughs) that it wasn't it was weird though because it was like definitely the solo guitar part of a song not just like the solo guitar for this chase because it like happened and then it was gone and um which is also weird because there were entire fight scenes with no music for the version i watched also which kind of adds intensity but at the same time i feel like it could have added flavor if there was something there maybe there is in other versions because i watched the cantonese the, version the one i watched had music all throughout it Oh, okay. I had some scenes like with the no beginning music fight scene had the... some good music. It was like very eighties, like okay. like all huh. that stuff. Like it was nice. Oh, okay. Like, I grew. <laughs> I was born at the end of an era that uh, I never actually got to live through. So that's why I love the eighties so much. Yeah, and then I just want to. We can move on from from this intro, but I just want to mention that. Um, as if I wasn't already like, holy crap, holy crap, like jaw to the ground. Then the bus, uh, Jackie puts a car in front of the road to block the bus from driving further. And the bus stops. And then three dudes fly straight through the windshield onto the ground. Uh, and I'm just like, whoa, that was not uh, mannequins. That was not some dummies. Those were no. human bodies. <laughs> and people are just like, oh, they're stunt guys. They're still people. Like, yeah, they still just fell like a story onto concrete. So, yeah, <laughs> one scene, it was not cut at all. Yeah, I, I've got a couple of factoids for this bit. So the yes, umbrella he used originally was a normal umbrella with like a wooden handle, but he kept slipping off the bus. Basically, it was too slippery. So they had to build a special umbrella, which had like a metal handle so it would Oof. rip properly because oh. um, oh. he's literally hanging on this bus as it's going around corners and stuff. And apparently yeah, like skitching, but off. with no roller blades. Yeah, um, he's got numbers, then, though. <laughs> and then that the the bit where he stops the car to block the road and then like you know pull, basically fires the gun and they stop the bus the car was there and there's that you know, if you remember three people went out they were meant to land on the car like one on the roof one on like the hood or the bonnet and one on the the rear but yeah the bus there's something about the bus's brakes which they didn't anticipate were better than they thought it was and it made it jolt and stop too suddenly and that's why they flew out and landed on the road oh, yeah, that's... So, yeah that, was a, that was complete accident yeah, there was shoulder on roll that one, on that one yeah, guy i was just the... like, oh, those three to my knowledge all went to hospital um i hope so, so yeah they they got <laughs> that was one of my factoids is that the uh the air brakes on the bus kicked in and so there was pump back for like so it was like a solid like three feet two feet or like you know almost like half a car space earlier than it should have stopped basically yeah um yeah that makes more sense graham said that like what a, what a time yeah oh sorry the car was supposed to catch your fall <laughs> jesus <laughs> the brakes were too good yeah <laughs> work is called there somewhere i'm sure <laughs> right so Man. that's kind of like the climb that's that's your appetizer on what this hour and 40 minute movie is going to give you and i want to also say too it starts very quickly you get like the first like two production screens to be like, this is the company, this is the company, and that's boom, right in there. And you're just, I just like, I got to appreciate that because nowadays you got like 10 or 15 minutes before you even get a title card. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, it wraps up that, and then we go into the next scene, which this is where more of the comedy starts coming in because this is very serious all in the beginning. I mean, I want to go back. We talked about the guy peeing his pants. There's a guy, there's one of the police officers is just, 
I want to say it's shell shock. Like he's seeing shit going and down and he's just, yeah. he can't feel it. He's sweating. Yeah. He's like basically kind of delusional. And then he has to protect somebody that got shot. He kills someone. He kills one of the bad guys and he just pisses himself. And you're just yeah. like, oh man, that's kind of sounds stupid. But you're like, no, like there are people that just, they aren't cut out for it. So, yeah. but that person ends up being at all the way at the end too. So. Mm-hmm. I, I, I actually did, yeah, I genuinely love that because I think it did add to the intensity of the whole thing. Like, you know, some movies are just shooting down, like, yeah, just running around. This was like, like you're actually afraid to die, basically. Yeah. This is a, kind of a scary situation. Uh, yeah. But then it gets really goofy. Like, we start coming in with the comical stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And I guess I'll, I'll just give a little synopsis on the next part is basically Chan catches he he try he gets bribed by the bad guy and he's like no i'm good he's like he takes the money but he still stops the bad guy like he kind of tricks him and uh so he's getting promoted like they're just like hey you're being promoted all this other stuff and the then you face get the comedy of the police manager, which looks like a 16 year old like the the mm. chief of the police looks like he should not be the chief of the police <laughs> like, yeah right yeah but i love weird. him and i guess it's what would the that's the chief then who is the person that's in between well they kept in in the version i watched they kept calling the 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 little boy that is the head of everything that you said they call him the super and they refer to the other guy as the chief so i don't know what's super short for in police terms then and all that it's meant to be superintendent is is his job title and the other guy i thought oh god actually because jackie is a sergeant uh, I guess he goes from being just a cop to being a sergeant. And then, yeah, um, I didn't so even the, pick up on that. Yeah, they, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I had, I was watching it dubbed, but had the subtitles on for those dubs as gotcha. well. Um, and, uh, his, yeah. So the his short, immediate supervisor is what I'll call him. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, his immediate supervisor just starts with the jokes. And, uh, I liked a lot of, the dialogue is really good in the movie. I like it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's fluid. It's not. It's it. It's it's just like funny is what it is. I don't know. I can't put it in any other terms. So. Yeah. <laughs> good comedy after a very tense scene. And uh, now I'm not going to give the movie. There are faults that I have with this movie. Some of the comedy I was just like I had like it, there were points where I just took my headphones off and let the scene play. And then Oof. I came back in because I knew how bad the joke was going to be or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, I also want to point out that Jackie Chan's character's kind—he has a good heart, but he's kind of a dick. Yeah, yeah. I've got that written down I've just a little bit because there's yeah. multiple times where he's just caught blatantly lying, like mm-hmm. in every situation. <laughs> yeah, but it's like weird. really full character. And it's like really unnecessarily weird. too. Like, why are you lying about this? No one's keeping a score of how cool of a dude Young you are. Twenties. I like guess. that's what I'm gonna chalk it up to. Like you're a hot shot. Uh, now you just got a promotion and all this other stuff. Uh, but yeah, he's just like trying to be a ladies' man and all that. Because yeah. oh, I guess we have to say too. This is the point where he gets promoted and is in charge of being the bodyguard for Selena, who Selena is the drug dealer's like lover, star witness. Also, meant to be yeah, secretary. Secretary. It's basically romantic uh, figure. Mm-hmm. And uh, they bring her in and they she's basically because she's captured during the fiasco as well. And they're like, hey, we're going to drop everything if you be our witness, basically. Uh, and they don't give her a choice. 
I like the scene yeah. where they have everybody step out. I like where he said, you got any of these on your shoulders? And like that made me laugh, really. <laughs> like when he was talking about his little like oh, lieutenant pins and all telling that. Telling Jackie to get out of the room. Yeah. Yeah. And then they don't do anything. They just sit there. I didn't understand that unless it was just to make the lawyer thing. I th- yeah, yeah, I thought it. I thought it was maybe just to make the lawyer sweat because they're just sick of his shit. Yes, yeah, that's exactly. So it's meant, meant to make the lawyer and like the main bad guy sweat because they've sort of said we're we're subpoenaing her to be a witness against the main bad guy, and she legally can't stop that. So the lawyer's like, if they ask you any questions about the case, you don't have to say anything. And then he has. They all have to leave the room except for her and like the the main cops and the the prosecuting lawyer for the cops. Right. Um, yeah. And then they just don't say anything to her. So they, they imply they're going to grill her and stuff. And when she mm. comes out and the law, her lawyer's like, what did you say? She's like, nothing. nothing. <laughs> and he's like, no, no, you can tell me. He's like, no, really, yeah, yeah, yeah. nothing. And they're Which, like, get to Lind out and stuff. <laughs> I think that's the true bad guy, right? Like, is the, uh, is the I mean, bad guy's lawyer the working. real bad guy here? I mean, he is a oh, boy. Guy. I don't know. <laughs> Because it feels like the main, like, if at first you think this movie is just like a cop and robbers kind of movie, but then you get the like, oh, our system is flawed, like that, like our, uh, our, like wearing wigs in court. <laughs> that still happens today, I believe. I think that still is in effect today. No, I had to look it up because I'm like, what is going on? I cannot take anything serious in this scene because <laughs> the lawyers and the judge are still wearing powdered wigs and like it felt like a Monty Python skit. And no, but they I, I should have kept the window open. They still do that. It is hard tradition to still have that in a courtroom in Hong Kong. And I believe the UK as well. I, I, I did see a court thing a few years ago. They were still wearing wigs. Yeah. Uh, but it's like it's, they don't they're not even good wigs because you see everyone's hair underneath them. <laughs> It's just like it's, it's like, basic. It it's like as much doily. of a wig as my hat is that I'm wearing right now. Yeah, like it looked like a doily with a rat tail is what it looked like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like they just opened up the closet and they're like, "All right, you get one, you get one." Like handing out the the jerseys for gym class or something, you know. Um, and and I was just like, I don't know. So I was like half following what the lawyer was trying to say in the courtroom because I'm like, you are wearing a doily on your head. I you're you've I, you went to law school, but that doesn't mean shit right now to me. Look, I paid attention to what that dialogue was saying, and he was playing the system well. Oh yeah, once I started doing. like with his uh, with the bus schedule and stuff, I'm like, I play Tokyo bus guy. This isn't accurate, you know? Yeah, right. I love how Jackie like just doesn't. But the whole scene, too, like, that's a good scene, uh, which we should talk about it because at some point. OK, so long story short, uh, Selena doesn't like Jackie Chan because their first interaction wasn't the greatest. And, uh, <laughs> Slap yeah. across the face. Yeah. So she's not respecting him as the bodyguard. She doesn't think she's really in danger. So he tries to stage this. Uh, and this part got cringy for me until I realized what it was. Same. Because. Same, same. Yep. There was she gets she's at her house. She's in her nightgown and all that. But Jackie Chan staying outside. Well, she someone comes in and uh, it's like a very comical mask over the person in like a black bodysuit with a with a knife. It's, it's a, like a one man, three stooges murder scene is what it is. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. And it sounds like it, too. And I was just like this whole time. I'm like, he could have killed her so many times. And why mm-hmm. is this going on for so long? And Jackie has not come into the scene. Come right. to find out Jackie stages the whole thing with his buddy from the police force. And uh, well, that's that the thing, too. Funny. It's like even like when the when the uh, invader has his mask taken off, I'm like, wait, wasn't he a cop? 
But at the same time, I'm like, I'm so confused. Maybe he's paid off by the bad by bad guys. Like, I I was lost. But- I thought maybe he was just legitimately insane, so he was going really goofy and toying with her and all that stuff. But it didn't. Yeah. In my head, I'm like, it still doesn't make sense why Jackie Chan's on this scene yet. So, <laughs> but I like that where she's trying to knock him when the you know you find out oh this is Jackie Chan's buddy, so they're staging it up and all that. And she gets times where she could like hit, hit the guy over the head. He's like, no, 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 it's okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like yeah, when yeah. she goes, she goes oh, I'll quickly call the police. And they like they're struggling with a knife, and they go, they sort of struggle over towards her and cut <laughs> yeah. the cord. The and stuff. Like, <laughs> That's pretty good. Oh, but yeah. that whole time. Go okay, so this is all tying back. So I'm just just let me vent it all out for a second. Uh, so we go through that, and then oh, surprise! That scene ends, and she respects him now. Uh, but then they get attacked for real. And yeah. this, I wrote down my three favorite. There's a lot of stunts in this movie. There's a bunch of oh, amazing yeah? stunts. You don't say. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I narrowed it down to the three, and this mm-hmm. was my first one that I really liked. Uh, so there, there's a bunch of people that show up. Uh, they're trying to get away in their car. Uh, so Jackie Chan has to end up fighting them. And at one point, he jumps from one car, beating up a bunch of people. And then it goes to a wide shot. He jumps through the windshield that's already broken of another one and just kicks another person in the back. Yeah, I think that and was the guy, my favorite. Like, I went, right. oh, I rewound it like three times. I just went, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, he's he's like a fucking like a mongoose or a ferret or something like he just weasels <laughs> in and out of these little areas. You know, he has a cat. He like yeah. Jackie Chan have like a solid form. He's just always liquid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I think that was okay, one of mine because he went in more. He went in through like a side window or maybe it was also the windshield. I don't know. I it I woof. They should have made him. They should have had him in like a bright orange jumpsuit the whole time, so you could keep track of just Jackie Chan. Sometimes, yeah, his haircut's a little distinct. Like yeah. that's how I kept kept up with him, especially in the beginning, where I was just like, "There's so many characters. I don't know who I need to know." We're zooming in on a lot of faces here. But this was like so- a car fight of like amongst two or three vehicles and maybe eight dudes coming at him at once or something. I think. Yeah, I think that's why they put him in the bright sweatshirts all the time. Maybe. The thing I like about the scene, even though, it's, is they added some elements of comedy into it, like when um, Selena's like trying to get the gun out of her pocket and she's on the floor and she pulls out the gun, but she's got her eyes closed and she's pointing at a guy's oh, crotch, yeah. basically. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, You're just yeah. like, what? Okay. That's what happens, because like, it, could, it could just be a totally serious scene. It could be like... I, I'm thinking about how it would be nowadays. It would be more brutal. It's going to be like have the raid level of things where you're going to have like that gore and all that stuff. Because a lot of Jackie Chan movies in the beginning, like there's not really gore. You're just like, oh, that probably hurt or something like that. Yeah. But a lot of the Kung Fu like movies of newer times, you got to have all that like brutality in it, I guess is what it is. In most Jackie Chan movies, people don't die. Like maybe at the end, the bad guy might die or whatever, but yeah. very rarely. There's some really early stuff which he he stars in them, but they're not his type of. Com- he, he was directed to basically be very brutal. Uh, okay. He was. Mm-hmm. So those are really. But Jackie Chan didn't like that, and then when he got to direct his own stuff, he was like, "No, I'm going to make it more comical. Make it, mm-hmm. you know, okay, have a bit more meaning that. behind it. Not everyone's going to die or whatever. You know, it's not going to be." so bad like you have a fight people well, might get beaten up people get beaten up but you know we walk yeah, away think, yeah, sort of yeah and i think the biggest difference is when you're not focusing on how brutal a blow or how like finalizing a kick is or something 
doing that and focusing on the gore and like, oh, that guy's eyeball flew out. Like that stops yeah. the flow. Whereas in these, mm-hmm. the the comedic side of it still like keeps it going because he kicked a dude yeah. who fell over, tripped over another guy that then sent something flying in the air, the air that Jackie used as a projectile. You know, like it. I, I think focusing on the gore or whatever just happened would really interrupt that flow that keeps going with the comedy. Probably takes away from a little bit because like seeing these fights like how they are in this movie, you respect the art a lot more because mm-hmm. you're just like, oh man, like, and you don't want to sully it by bringing in like, that would pull attention away from that. Like putting all the gore, like, I'm not saying like, I don't like, I, the raid is one of my like favorite, like, like it is a very good movie, but it is a very different martial arts movie. I would even say like the Ong Bak movies and all that. And the, the, uh, not the one, uh, IP man. IP man. That's what I was. Yeah. It man. Uh, mm-hmm. Those are a lot different than what this is, though. But yeah, th- that's the that's the first one that I liked of that. And then like after this, uh, more comedy. He goes home like she goes home. Uh, Selena goes back with Jackie to his apartment and surprise. It's his birthday. He goes, oh, it's my birthday. I forgot. And you're just like, wait, what? <laughs> like, uh, with his lifestyle, I could believe that he forgot his birthday. I, and the movie does a good job of setting that up because you're just like, yeah, he wants he's wholesome and he wants to he is a good person, but like he's dedicated to the job. So, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, yeah, I love that. Um, I liked the uh, and I don't know that we need to go scene for scene really anymore, but I, I do. Since we're at this moment, I want to mention that once things have cooled down after the surprise birthday and his girlfriend leaving him because she didn't give him a chance to explain. Um, right. Jackie's like he says to Selena, who's now out of her element in his apartment whatever but like sitting there on his couch he goes you want a drink she goes yeah orange juice he's like all right it's in the kitchen i lost it when he did that <laughs> yeah that's oh, yeah. yeah that's that's a classic that's a classic like dad to the dad to mom like hey you want a sandwich all right great make me one you know like yeah, <laughs> something yeah. like, just that. like oh wow i thought i'd that made me that made me laugh because again, going into this, Jackie Chan has always been this super wholesome, like not as much of a douche as he comes off in literally this scene. So that to me caught me off guard. So yeah, um, but yeah, this I think this scene actually really shows him just being a bit of a dick in, in a way, uh-huh. like, like especially to his girlfriend basically, who For is no upset. Reason. He's brought this girl back who's basically in her underwear, pretty much. Uh, yeah, she yeah, didn't her nineties and all that. Mm-hmm. Obviously, she thinks, oh, he's brought some girl back, and then. Yeah, um, just for, for the audience to know, um, uh, she comes back into the apartment and Jackie's like in the shower or something, like cleaning himself off because he's got the cake off. off. <laughs> yeah. In his face, basically, twice. Um, and then, like, um, Selena's trying to, like, encourage him to say nice things about his girlfriend. And he just keeps going, no, she's an idiot and stuff. She keeps flying off the handle. She'll uh, come crawling back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's just being a massive dictator, which is a, uh, as a kid, hey, like, Usually watch this. I didn't even pick up on that. And watching it as an adult, I'm like, man, I would never more than once. Like yeah. in the same scene, like he gets in trouble for because at first you're like, oh, I'm on his side because she he didn't she didn't give him chance to explain. Right. And then you're like, oh wait, no, he's just a dick because he's talking bad about her. And then she's there, and he doesn't know she's there. She's ta- he's talking bad about her, and he gets in trouble for that. And then. He's on the phone too. It's like a double double dick, yeah. is what it is. Because like he's on the phone, oh, saying like, oh yeah, she's cr- you know she's crying back to me and all this other stuff. I'm like, dude, you're just digging the hole. Like, oh, also, Selena's ki- well, 
she's kind of an asshole for letting that happen. Well, I see what she was trying to do. She was trying yeah. to like get Jackie Chan to say something nice about the her girl, his girlfriend. But Jesus, uh, I, I, the the, other, I, the thing I loved about that scene though was was the cakes. They he gets hit in the cake in the face with three different cakes. Basically, the first one is when his girlfriend's angry at him, so mm-hmm. just smashes cake in his face. He falls over. It's like whoa, and then. Another guy comes to the door who's late to the party or something, and as soon as he opens the door, he just slams a cake in his face. Like, happy birthday! Because uh, I assume he's he basically spoken to the girlfriend <laughs> on the way out. Do that, yeah. <laughs> but then he when, just like, did it to be a dick. <laughs> but then when he's on, pretending to be on the phone, and like he then turns around and realizes his girlfriend's there, and he holds up the phone. Going, but what about the phone call? Then she, when she slams the cake in his face for the third time, and you've got like. The marking of the phone, like just Oof. on his face, basically. Yeah, was, yeah, that I hurt just me. That was brilliant. I love yeah. that. That was pretty A good. But I'm, I'm sure that one. I'm sure that one actually hurt because yeah, you see the he the phone is against him, his face. The cake falls down. Then he pulls the phone off. So it's like, damn, yeah. that hit hard enough that the cake went beyond the phone. I don't know, but yeah, three cakes later, he's an idiot. I was gonna say though, we needed this scene after the, the movie does a really good job of being like super serious scene. Let's joke it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Super serious scene. Let's joke it up. This is, I would say, the second time the movie does it because we have the joking after the first initial scene. Then we have this smaller little fight scene of a goofy fight and then the real fight. And then you have this scene. And mm-hmm. then I'm trying to remember, oh, yeah, the next scene. That's what I was building all this up to was going back to the courtroom of uh, he's got the tape recorder. The whole time that he's mm-hmm. uh, his, his superintendent or, or not superintendent, but his uh, chief boss. said like, yeah, hey, somebody. Yeah, record as much as you can so that we can use it. So he gets her to do a recording of the confession of everything that she knows. Well, during all this, after she realizes, because at some point she walks into his bedroom and sees a picture of the guy she saw attacking her, puts two and two mm-hmm. together. Jackie Chan's an asshole. So mm-hmm. she re-records over everything and makes it sound like he is sexually advancing her. I did. I missed the part where she like in the tussle of the car fight scene. She discovers the tape recorder. I missed how did she rewind it at some point? Because all I remember happening. She had she's, to have. I yeah. I I must have completely missed that. They don't show. They don't show her rewinding or anything. But if if you remember after the big fight scene, they're driving along on the highway and like mm-hmm. the car is a wreck. They've got like the the door. Yeah, on the, the door roof is tied to the roof. Yeah. He pulls out the tape recorder then and starts recording her and asking questions at that point. So she's very much aware that it exists and stuff. And like, he's been recording her, like she's answering questions openly. So I I think it's just assumed that at some point she's rewound it and recorded over it. I I love, I love that introduction. Cause so basically it comes down to in the courtroom, uh, that, uh, the defending lawyer is just too good. So Jackie Chan is like, Hey, I got a confession on tape. So they bring all. I love the scene where they bring in all the equipment. Like they don't have it. None of it. It won't. It won't make sense to someone that's like a young person nowadays. They're just like, oh, you just play it from your iPhone or something like that. Like, no, they had to bring in all the equipment, the speakers, like the tape player, all that stuff, and it, yeah. that was great. Saying the massive speakers because they're like <laughs> taller than a man, basically. Yeah. <laughs> behind Jackie, he just at one point looks back at one of them. And you're just like, what the hell? <laughs> so. Uh, that's funny i like i like the part where he starts playing that he goes turn it up because it's an old tape (laughs) 
But in my head the entire time, I'm like, this is going to be the sexual stuff that was happening. But I love how they got me again at the beginning and it starts playing some song and he goes, fast forward a little bit. It's an old tape. Don't worry about it. (laughs) That legitimately made me laugh out loud. I have to say, as a kid, I didn't understand the whole sexual bit, you know, when she's pretending. Right. And then when they start playing it, I kind of just went right over my head. But more as an adult, I'm like, this this is genius what she did because yeah. yeah, everything she recorded, everything she did in the house is, it just makes it really bad for Jackie basically. Um, mm-hmm. I love that. Is I this just it. the flaw of the, is it flaw of the franchise or is it, are we just too old? But my thing was like, I knew what was going to happen. Like, like obviously she was doing all that and then he's going to go to the courtroom and then like the whole time, I don't know if like that was what the intended intention was of Jackie Chan as the director. But like in my head, I was just like, oh, God, it's creating like a sense of dread a little bit. You're like, oh, it's going to be really cringy and bad. Like, mm. um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think you've just seen enough courtroom drama to know where it was going and stuff. I, I watched a lot of Law of Order. So. There you go. Um, dun, dun. Yeah. So and then she doesn't show up in court. And then for some reason, this scene, this entire scene did not make sense to me with and, and I'll just. I don't know. Yeah, that where Jackie was the only one working in the police station for some reason at one point, because the one dude, two dudes left to go on patrol, which really they were just going to go home because they're lazy. And then the other guy's like, I'm going to go take a crap. And he brings a stack of newspapers with him. Uh, and then for some <laughs> reason, Jackie's yeah, Jackie's there left to answer five different phones at once. I don't know why that scene happened other than they wanted to make him just another for the sake of being goofy thing overall. Well, I think story wise he got because of the courtroom situation and he basically made a a, <laughs> a fool of everybody uh he mm-hmm. got transferred so he um, got transferred to like another section of the city that's not as busy or maybe mm-hmm. like a small town outside the city i believe it's meant to be like because like as he's walking in there's like a cow that's like done a cow pat in the yeah. the path walking mm-hmm. into and he's right. like like I'm gonna arrest you or whatever, but like, uh, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. trying to imply that he's kind of outside the city now. He's kind of being uh, okay, not demoted but pushed to the side because of all the courtroom stuff. They they don't really explain it, but that's my okay. understanding. That was lost that. on me. That makes sense. And they're like, yeah, the phones don't really go, so I'm just gonna go home. Like, it yeah. Is. <laughs> uh, have you ever seen the beginning of? Have either of you ever seen Hot Fuzz? Have yeah. I? Yeah, it's like the beginning of that one where, you know, he's working in the city and now he's ba- out in the country is basically oh, sure. what it is. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like that scene. I know I'm supposed to. And at first I was like, this scene's stupid. But I was like, this scene's wonderful. I love this entire scene. <laughs> they have a they had a different portrayal of rape in the 80s. I'll say that much because that was just like Except a comedy <laughs> bit. Jesus Christ. Eating. <laughs> yeah. She was like, my uh, husband is beating me. And he goes, what's your hobby? I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> did you did you watch the, the dub version, Scotty? Yes. Or, so I yeah, watched the sub. Might have been the totally dub different. version isn't as good in the scene. I've actually got a note about this because I, th- I, I normally I've always watched this as subbed. I've never watched this as dubbed until this this week. Oh, I watched it nice. initially oh, and then special. I watched it dubbed this morning because I've like, never actually watched the dub version of this. And the dub version, it's similar, but some of the stuff he says on the phones, um, it it's not the same. So the conversation isn't as funny, I thought. Okay. Um, so th- just just for the audience, um, basically, he's left in this little police station. There's like five or six phones going off. He's talking to his girlfriend on one phone. And, he, and like every time the phone rings, he's like, oh, hold on a second. He'll pick up a different phone and say, hey, this is the police station. 
what's your problem? They'll say, my cow's run away or something. And he'll be like, oh, hold <laughs> a second. And then he'll put the phone down and talk to his girlfriend a bit. Then he'll pick up another phone and like talk to them a bit. And then he, he keeps picking up different phones. It just gets really crazy. It's a physical yeah. comedy gag is what it is. Yeah, basically. And yeah, in the, in the sub version, it's, it's just a little bit funnier. Like the stuff he's saying to them and the way they're answering him on the phone and stuff. They still uh, say yeah. the raped and the cow and the beating, but it just sounds a little bit better. <laughs> so. Yeah. One thing that I thought was weird, and I don't know if this is in the subbed version because it wouldn't make a lot of sense, but he answers it as missing persons. But in the dubbed version, he says pissing mercens. I'm like, oh, that's pretty good. And then I'm like, wait a minute. That wouldn't translate exactly. So why did they add just that one joke for the dubbed? <laughs> like, I don't know. That, that that one was lost on me. So. Yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, and yeah. it's insanity to the point that he's, it has his little... Uh, little uh pot steamer thing on the side making his ramen and he doesn't have chopsticks so he uses two pencils and i was like this is and he eats the erasers dumb and i liked it <laughs> i like this part yeah because he uses pencils and then an eraser is no longer on the end of the pencil i thought i was waiting for him for to like for him to like heimlich himself and spit it at his new boss or something you know with the way things were going so far bar, like the chief right in the eye when he walked in or something like right that. or like go in his coffee that he's about to sip i don't know something you know but not not only does like not only does this gag have all these phones and everything going into it, uh, he's throwing other shit in there too. Like he hits a pencil really weird and it flies up and he catches it. And I was like, what? Just yeah. be more cool, Jackie Chan. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It feels like this scene is just for fun, but also yeah, just to show off some crazy goofy stuff that Jackie can do. Yeah, like because the movie's PG thirteen, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. So like this was the perfect age like this. I like how this movie, uh, uh, like, I mean, we're what mid thirties. So like it, like we love it, but like, I feel like any kid that's like 13 or 14 would also love to watch this movie. Probably. Yeah. I'd watch this movie when I was like six or seven or something. That's the first time I saw it. I I started on Jackie Chan when I was pretty young. And I remember this being like watching this, like renting it from the video store and loving it. So some of those scenes, like the the sort of the sexual scene in the courtroom stuff, went yeah. completely over my head at the time. Sure. This scene, I remember the scene from a kid, and I loved it. Like this was. It's great. very kiddie. <laughs> it's kind of a kiddie like scene. Yeah. Is what I yeah. feel like. So, yeah. I guess we could talk about that. So, Graham, I mean, we'll we'll come back to the movie a little bit, but Graham, you said you watched it your first time was like since you were six. Yeah, I was like six or seven or something. I was really young at the time when I first started watching Jeez. Jackie Chan. Movies. It makes sense now why you have all these Jackie Chan movies. Was this your first time? Oh, seeing this? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Okay. I haven't seen a whole lot. I think, unfortunately, the only Jackie Chans I've seen is like with him and uh, Chris Tucker and Owen Wilson, Shanghai Noon and whatever. So <laughs> Shanghai <Yeah>. Nights. <laughs> yeah. No, there's oh, another dude. one called well, Shanghai <laughs> <laughs> for audio listeners graham has that movie and showed it on stream <laughs> it just yeah. comes to be sitting next to me you know just casually just just, right you had that so ready like you're like it was your fucking driver's <laughs> you license i that. thought there was another shanghai nights isn't there one called shanghai noon am i just crazy one, yeah shanghai noon and then shanghai nights is the sequel okay well, yeah go to England. fuck you Corey. you yeah. thought i couldn't remember the name <laughs> no i was agreeing with you like no oh. um Rude. The only the only thing like I the only other notes I have is basically quotes and then the whole final scene. I just want to mention this one scene where um, it's claimed that Jackie has murdered the witness because she doesn't show up in court or something like that. Something along those lines. But anyway, the too young for his job 
head of the police department, he says, call murder squad. That made me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and because right after yeah, that, he goes, different. right after that, at least for the dub version, he goes, charge him with murder. There was a pause. It didn't need to be there. It's like, no shit, dude. So... Um, He's not. He's not suspected of murder of Selena. He's suspected of murder of the other cop. So I don't even remember. Oh yeah, Selena's piped up in that. They were just have him shoot right. Selena, but then it was it was a double double twist, is what it was. Yeah, a twist, right? Yeah. So yeah. Um, basically, Selena's tied up. Um, Jackie breaks into this villa because he's been given information about it. Which I just need to point out: him getting into the villa. There's most casual little bit of parkour, like just going yeah. over the fence. Oh, right. Yeah. Like, boop, boop, boop. Well, I was like, what the fuck? Well, even with <laughs> yeah. the first fence that he encounters, that first door, I'm like, oh, you don't even need to do that. You could have just climbed over that because the, the grate of the door is like perfect for just a ladder. Yeah. But it's well, fine. There's the one where he just jumps over something, but it's so like yeah. nonchalant. He just goes boom, like right over. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? What are you? Are you a squirrel? Like, <laughs> uh -huh. but. But yeah, for, sorry, for the audience, basically, Selena is tied up. Jackie's been given information where she is. He goes into this villa. He beats up a guy, basically, and sort of unties and goes, we've got to go. And then it turns out it's like a big setup, and basically all the bad guys come in. He has a little bit Too of a tussle. Many cops. Yeah. I thought there was only one dirt. Like, at first, I was like, oh, this guy obviously is the sniveling, you know, dirty cop. And I was like, oh, shit, I wasn't expecting this twist yeah. either. That makes sense why his crew wasn't there in the beginning to stop him. I was like, okay, yeah. it's all really sense. Yeah, so this 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 cop basically he's in it for the whole movie, but yeah, at the very start he lets the bad guys get away because he tells that he tells his men to oh go off and help them out, but he's not really meant to leave his post. But yeah, he's working. Yeah, they the made that clear. Like, don't leave your post. Do not stop what your assigned job is. Yeah, um, and he comes in, tends to help Jackie, and then then he's like, aha, turns the gun on Jackie, and then the bad guys take Jackie's gun off him, and then point to the other cop and go, ah, another twist. Yeah, um, double, and double. yeah. They're still like, Kill that cop with Jackie's gun, and that's the murder that Jackie's framed for, basically. Right. So right. they drug oh. basically. Oh, oh we, we didn't explain that the bad guy won his case. Oh yeah. So like yeah. he got out right. of jail, and you're just like, oh, you're you're done with it. You could be done with this. But he that was cannot... that was the half mark of the movie because I remember I paused it. Yes, like the court yeah. case is done, and I'm and I'm like, what the hell else is gonna happen? <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah, and you're just this is where Jackie Chan loses his starts to lose his faith in the system and all that mm. stuff. Right. But like the bad guy could have just let it be and the movie would have been over. Like it would have just been over right there, but he just couldn't get over the fact that Jackie disrespected him so much. So he yeah. cocks up this plan to get rid of him and defame him. Not only kill him or like get him put in jail, but defame him, which yeah. is great. Yeah, so I guess because yeah, Jackie's seen as like the poster boy for the cops and stuff, it, that, that would like really nail it home and stuff. Yeah, well, um, that, yeah. because it was it was a, as a result of capturing him at first, and like in the time of him getting put in jail, the court case, and then getting released. In that time, they made commercials featuring Jackie Chan as like the star of the police force. So even though he won even the case, it only he comes like back and he's like, "Oh shit!" Now everybody thinks he's great. Because he fucked my day up, you know? So that adds to why yeah. he wants to get at him. Yeah. Um, so. Oh, also, just to know, um, the bit where they, Selena and Jackie try to run out of the building, the villa, and they basically, ha he has to throw Selena off the building into the swimming yeah. pool? Yep. Yeah. Brilliant. Right off the pool. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know if that was right really hurt. Like, 
That was still they. She made it look like she was like they did cut to her like three times. She's like, ah, I ain't doing it. <laughs> I understand. So I'm understanding she did. She she wanted to do all her stunts for this movie, um, and apparently she did. But I'm not entirely sure if she definitely did do that one because that's insane. Like so many people want to do their own fucking stunts over in Hong Kong in the 80s. <laughs> I don't know why. I mean, unless you get more money or something, but I'm not sure. I mean, you got more jobs because they're like, this person's insane. They'll do anything. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. Uh, so, let's just double check if. Wait, if this is that. not the second. I just realized this is the second movie that we've watched on this podcast where the main character. Well, no, that doesn't know. Never mind. I was like, oh, wait, he's a stuntman. I was like, no, he's a police. Never mind. He's a police officer in the movie. So never mind. I'm, I messed it up because I was like, oh, he was yep. a stunt driver in uh, in drive as well. That was like his daytime job. Right. That is very different from this movie. What? <laughs> yeah, I fucked it up. I got confused. I'm sorry. So you can cut this if you want to. <laughs> uh, nope. <laughs> so, Scotty uh, doesn't like to edit. So. <laughs> minimal editing for this show, let me tell you. Uh, unless anyone has anything to say, we may as well just get to the mall, right? Uh, I don't want anything else in my notes. Oh, she's good. Uh, she goes crazy, takes a superintendent hostage to escape being... Oh, yeah. Yeah, he kind of touched on that. But yeah, he basically... That's not helping when his case they at say all. They, they're going to arrest him for murder. He basically goes crazy. He, he turns his, himself in. Yeah, he kind of turns himself in, but they go, they don't believe him. So then he takes the guy hostage and tries to escape. And which, yeah, the whole time I was like, is this a plan that they, because Jackie Chan is basically meant like, it felt like this entire movie. He knew what he needed to do, mm-hmm. but like, this is where he just like, he's like, I don't know what to do. So I'm just going to go back here. So I was like, are they in on it? Like, are, is this how, like, cause they have a plan. And like, no, he basically <laughs> takes his boss fucking hostage. But there's an understanding when he lets him go. He's like, I understand that you to do this. Yeah. 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 It felt like he was becoming a vigilante now instead of being right. a cop. Like this was the cop origin story. And then in super or in a uh, police story two is where he's like the Mel Gibson, like the on the edge. But, but he's a vigilante. So maybe. Yeah. Wish, yeah. I mean, um, I, I, I think at. But it's completely understandable at that point. He takes hostage the little boy that shouldn't be running anything, much less the entire goddamn police force. Which say that because that's what he looks like. <laughs> well, no yeah, but, but at the same time, it's like this guy's not going to fight me. I could put him in a chokehold with like my left pinky. He's not going to be able to get out of this because he doesn't do shit besides sit behind a desk all day. You yeah, know? That's kind of the crux of that scene is yeah. so. Jackie Chan's losing his mind a little bit. He's like, you sit behind here in an air conditioned office while we're out there risking our lives and all that mm-hmm, stuff and you're mm-hmm. just like well he's not wrong like, right. right so yeah but that was a confusing scene when jackie eventually uh the super drives them out to the middle of nowhere and jackie's like all right get out and the super's like i understand if you need anything let me know but when i get back to work I'm going to be chasing you. And I was like, wait, what? So we're good. Is this, See ya. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> is, this a, is this a, like, I don't know if you guys have ever watched like Lupin the third is like, is this like, he is now the Zenigata to Lupin or something like that. <laughs> I don't know. Nah. So I don't know. It's weird. Like he was becoming an antagonist or like a, a good hearted antagonist for the rest of the franchise or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. This, this uh, is Batman is what this is. <laughs> so before we get to all of the mall fights, I want to point out Selena being sneaky 
and going through that office. She pulls out that entire fucking drawer, dumps it over to get something off the bottom of it that's taped. I'm like, you could have probably just pulled that out halfway and pulled that thing off. <laughs> Rather than like decimating this desk drawer. Oh, this is this is what I messaged Scotty. I said, oh, no, my data. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my data in my computer. Oh, man. That he oh, has so- a, an alarm that goes off if it's being hacked into. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's right. I love it. That's, that, oh, it's so that, it's, it's fact- one of two things. Commissioner Gordon's calling or the data in my computer is missing now. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, um, Graham. Sorry, um, the the other thing that did kind of bef- slightly before this or before the mall scene, at least, basically Jackie's it like monitoring the shopping mall. Well, I don't know. I don't know why he's outside the shopping mall, sort of monitoring it. That's one thing I never really. Yeah, understood. Know that he's seems lacking. Waiting on Selena to show up with the data, I think. But because May that? is like, are they? Is she going to be here on time? Or maybe no, I'm I'm an idiot. So he knew that that was gonna set off an alarm. So he was waiting for the bad guys to show up. I feel like because he's like they'll be here in a minute. It, I don't, I, I, but you never see him like talking to Selena about doing this. Yeah, that's, true. that's so, like thought, setting up the plan. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. sure if like this was a conversation that happened that they didn't show in between her jumping off the roof and yeah. him saving her i don't know graham do you have any clarity like was there something in the subversion that wasn't in the dub that we missed or so, i don't i don't i i watched as i say, I watched it twice basically for this and i can't this actually stuck out to me more now that i'm older i'm like why is he there <laughs> like right. like that there's ever really explained uh, why is he there why is his girlfriend there i why is she still in a relationship with him <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, thing. I, I, I wanted to pick up on the she waits with him like all day it seems and, yeah like, she offers him food he's like i'm not hungry you eat basically justice like, doesn't eat like, yeah staring in the distance like <laughs> uh, he is one and, step away from becoming a villain at this point but yeah. um, i mean he almost i'm pretty sure he killed the man with a forklift <laughs> I think so. Uh, is there? Is, like, can we is, go home now? He's like, I'm not keeping you here. So like, yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. But also, I, I, as douchey as that line was, I understood it because it was like he is focused on his mission, and she's complaining about being there, and he's like, I didn't ask you to help, so do what you want. Yeah. <laughs> like it. Uh, as douchey as that was, I understand it. But was there? Is there? <laughs> sorry. Is there any type of um? Uh, writer or producer or even Jackie Chan commentary on this movie that you've ever watched, Graham, that would explain that part? So basically, on the DVD I've got, it's like a really cheap DVD that came free with a magazine. I don't have it on oh. that. I've got a Blu-ray edition as well, which, annoyingly, I don't have a Blu-ray player right now because I've moved house and I don't have any of my console set up. So mm-hmm. my PC doesn't have a Blu-ray player built into it. So I haven't been able to watch that. Um, so yeah, I haven't got commentary, unfortunately. Uh, Corey, I... did you watch your commentary at all uh, Corey, oh, you still you here? Did I ask you mean did I? Yep. oh sorry I was trying to watch to see what they said in that part I got it pulled up on my tablet uh the HBO Max version doesn't it didn't have any commentary or anything so I just watched it once through but I would love like I would love to see some commentary on this just to talk about the stunts in general mm-hmm. just yeah. be like hey we almost died on this one like <laughs> I, I'll try, try and find it and Come back on the show and just talk yeah. about it all again. Um, yeah. <laughs> Going back to that one scene, though, he just says, like, she says something. She goes, are they on there? Or uh, how much longer? And he says, getting impatient. So, like, he, I don't know if he knows that she's going to show up or if the bad guys were going to show up. Mm. So, I don't know. Maybe he's mm. just yeah. 
he's just one step ahead of everybody. So I yeah, he might, he must have spoken to Selena off camera and be like, "Yes, do this plan. This is this is the way." Yeah. Because otherwise, there's no real need for her to be there either, Selena, like to break in. Yes. Well, can we talk about how she gets thrown around almost just as much as fucking Jackie does? Holy crap! <laughs> Wait, you <laughs> like, mean his girlfriend not... or Selena? Well, they both kind of well, do. All of them. Yeah. <laughs> like, both of them yeah. do. Yeah, let's get into the, let's get into the mall scene. Let's the mall yeah. scene, ladies this and is gentlemen. The final act. The final. Holy crap! Let me just it's read my great. notes, and then because my notes are bullet points of insanity. And it might lead us into actually discussing this because I don't want to. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Let me just. Okay. Jackie goes through an awning gazebo thing, flips a guy down and grabs him by the leg, smashes him through the ground. Selma. Selma. Selena actually gets flipped and smashed to the ground. I just have a note here. So much glass and bat through the glass, bike through the glass. You bitch. Just tosses May down the stairs, kicks her ass down the stairs, um, put another. Oh, when he threw the dude into Barbie dolls, before that happened, I was like, yes, throw him into the Barbies. Put another shrimp on the Barbie. I yelled out loud because I'm an idiot. And just just nonstop, boom, boom, boom. This whole scene, no music for me in the movie at all. It was just smash, 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 smash. I might have to go back and watch then. I'm going to watch this movie again because I didn't watch this with Hallie. I, I was going to, but she got wrapped up in some show. So I, after I was done watching, I was like, hey, I just got done watching it. She goes, I wanted to see that. Don't worry. We'll watch it again, and I'll let you know. <laughs> yeah, I might show this to Rachel because it started out, I'll be honest, the whole movie started out feeling like this was MST3K worthy with the awkwardness yeah. of his partner getting scared and, like, the, the dub not exactly lining up with the mouths at first and, like, all this other stuff, but... Let's get into it. This mall... I, did they build this mall? Because it's done for now. <laughs> It's like three stories. Yeah, yeah. Right, this is this is a real shopping mall. Uh, I can I, I've got some factoids about it was. this as well, which we can talk about afterwards. But yeah, yes. all right, um, just line yeah. it up, boys. I've I've also got bullet points, which I don't know. Should, should I read my bullet points out as well? A bit like yeah, sure. Just... So my my first one is uh, seeing a grab by bad guy. Jackie sweeps behind the baddie's leg so she falls on him, which I thought was genius. Yeah, that one was great. Kick slash thrown between the escalators. Oof. Yeah. Well, I thought he was going to land on the escalators, and I've fallen on an escalator before, and I'm just like, oh, no. But then the other guy ends up falling down the escalator. I was like, oh, my God. It just, everything just hurt when I watched this. (laughs) Uh, Jackie, uh, throw over balcony, comes back, goes crazy after coming back, uh, spinning on the clothes rail. Like when he grabs the clothes rail and starts spinning around him. Yeah. Dude, he dances with that thing. It's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) So good. There's um, so many good stunts in this yeah, scene. Grab, grab a guy by the leg, smashes his face into glass. Jackie cuts his eye when he's, he gets smashed into glass. Smashing yeah. the bag with the mirror, we like punch him and slams the mirror on his head, basically. Insane, um, man. And he headbutts a bad guy, like bad guy's waiting on him. So he just grabs it and goes, oof, oof. Yeah. He's him really hard. Just talking about all the scenes we like is basically what it is. <laughs> also, made to the rescue again. So, like, his girlfriend, uh, go get the briefcase. Not only. Not only does she fall down the stairs, she falls, she's thrown over the right. stairs and just lands straight on the ground. And I'm just like, holy shit. And mm-hmm. then like, well, you're like, okay, that makes the bad guy even worse. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then Selena gets knocked the fuck out too. <laughs> like through like a display case. 
like yeah. holy crap. She gets yeah. flipped and smashed into the ground, and that is definitely her. They did not switch yeah, a person yeah. in for that. Yeah. Yeah. And apparently I, she did that stunt the first time she fainted. And then oof. when she came to, the director was like, you gotta do it again. Sorry. <laughs> oh no. Uh the one you were talking about, Graham, where he picks up the guy like kind of like Hercules style and just smashes legs. his head. Yeah. Yeah. Through the glass. I was just like, ooh. And then I really like the shot because when Jackie's head gets smashed through the glass, the camera is just directly on the other side of the glass. It's a good, good if from a movie standpoint, that's a good shot. Yeah. Uh, but because you also see that Jackie was like, fuck, like <laughs> when he yeah. hit it the glass. <laughs> my uh, my understanding is he actually got like he actually genuinely cut his eye like he had to go to hospital for that because it like Jesus. seriously, seriously damaged his eye. Basically, it's insane. Yeah. the part when I when I was like astounded by all this and then uh, the part where I started laughing was when someone came in with a baseball bat completely unnecessarily smashed through two shelves before actually hitting their target. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I mean, this one is just basically like, it's like the, when George Romero was asked, like, why did you, why is there a scene in Dawn of the Dawn of the dead where a guy puts his arm in the blood pressure cuff? He's just like, we could, it's cause we could like, Mm -hmm. I wonder like how much of this stuff is Jackie was just like, let's see how much we can get away with. So, Oh man. Uh, I will say this was my number two of my favorite stunt was where Jackie's on the ground and he puts his legs in between, like through another guy's legs and twists out to where the guy spins like 17 times in the air and then goes through a glass panel. Oh yeah. yeah. That one was amazing. <laughs> like, Cause then you see in the after credits thing that he's like, Jackie's trying to tell him like how he should spin. And you're mm-hmm. just like, Oh my God, this is awesome. It's so yeah. awesome. <laughs> oh man um and also then uh this is in the movie there's one there's one stunt that jackie doesn't actually do which i don't know if you guys know about it's just when um he gets on the motorbike and he's like ramming a guy through some windows yes. mm-hmm. with the motorbike yeah so jackie does ride the motorbike a bit but when he's actually going through the the glass that's not him it's a stunt double it's like a taiwanese actor mm. slash stuntman who's an automotive specialist basically is that is um, jackie was he just not comfortable with doing the motorcycle i'm not 100 sure why he didn't do it, but yeah, I, I know that he was. I guess he, if he didn't want to do one stunt, I guess I, if he did all the other ones, I guess that's okay. So, yeah. At one point, he was fighting, he had to go to hospital, so maybe he wasn't even uh, yeah. around. You know? Maybe, yeah, maybe just like we got to get the shot today, but he's not here. So, um, so yeah, I haven't actually got any notes on why this other guy took over, but um, gotcha. yeah. It's, it might just be as simple as like there's another force at play. I don't have total control over this motorcycle, so I don't trust that it won't like wipe out and then I'll slide into the glass the wrong way or something. You know, yeah. right? Yeah, it could be that. Yeah. yeah. And then I guess we can say uh, the final, the the stunt that the they show it three times and then one more over the credits where. And the, what's even scarier, like, because it's scary, because what Jackie is, he's basically up on the third floor. There's a pole, and he slides down, jumps on it, slides down the pole through, like, two stories, and then lands in, I don't know what it was, like, a kid's, like, toy box or something like that. It was, like, big. Yeah. And it's just like lights are being pulled down, and sparks are going, and all that stuff. Yeah, it's like, and like, what is it? Was it a Christmas decorations display? Because that's what it looked like. I couldn't kinda, even tell. A little bit? I'm not... I don't know if it actually was a Christmas decoration. It kind of did look like that, yeah. Um, so what yeah. you're saying is Police Story is a Christmas movie. Oh, Jesus <laughs> <Yes>. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> well, didn't this exact... 
harder on there. So didn't this exact same stunt happen in one of the Rush Hour movies? Am I am I totally misremembering? Because I know there's a scene where he like either slides down a, a rope of lights or like goes straight down or something like that happens again. Maybe it's with a with a curtain that he grabs or something. Maybe he slides down a curtain that like uh, Chris Tucker's holding at the bottom. Like he slides like oh yeah he falls and then then hits in slides down. In Rush I thought Hour there was one. another massive destruction of it has to be the lights. casino in Rush okay. Hour Two. I Maybe. feel like. Maybe I, I thought because when I saw this, I was like, I have in my notes here. I'm like, oh, just like the rush hour stunt. But uh, maybe I'm completely misremembering then. Um, well, I don't want to I don't trust my Internet to search it, and not gobbledygook the audio unless somebody else wants. Sounds to. like we got to watch the rush hour movies like, and we got to talk about them. <laughs> uh, that was one of the harder episodes to get through. That's why we're going to watch two movies and then retrospect on the second ones. <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll have to have uh, one for, to carry the energy on those ones, Graham, because I was like bored talking about rush hour two compared to this he was um, more bored talking about that one than he was tenacious d in the pick of destiny so <laughs> yeah buddy <laughs> um, yeah. um do you, uh, do you want to talk to us about this this pole slide stunt well i want to meant let's meant oh the yeah go ahead i thought you were going to the like the end of the movie factoids Bef- before he before he goes into that i just want to say that in the over credit scene when he jumps he yells something out so i guess it's either like either he was saying action or he was just yelling out because he was terrified of what he's he probably was yelling out. Fuck, I forgot to sign my will. <laughs> yeah, and then he just went down it. So, yeah. All right. Yeah. Graham, you can do the factoids if you want. So I can answer that. He's actually yelling out. He's not saying action. He's just kind of yelling out of fear because he basically for this stunt, um, they had one. They can only do it in one take. They had like four different camera cameras set uh-huh. up. Right. Um, they were all up against a massive time pressure because A, they didn't have much film left because this is back before digital. That yeah, had you had to film. buy the film. So yeah, mm. we hit we say action or rolling. They they're wasting money basically because it's just film that's being recorded. Yeah, over. yeah cutting um, room floor means when they would physically cut the film and leave it on the floor. So we're in that stage yeah. still. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they had four cameras set up. They had limited amounts of film roll left to shoot with because this was literally like one of the final scenes they were shooting. The shopping they were filming during the night. The shopping mall was closed, but it was opening at like eight a.m. the next day. Oh and man! As you just mentioned, Scotty, there was glass everywhere. Um, they had to clean up everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, basically, um, they sort of said to Jackie, um, like, you know, set set yourself up and stuff. Um, and he he basically told them, when I nod, that means a- that means start rolling. That means action, basically. Right. Um, and so he he did like apparently this is what he said in an interview. He's like. I was really nervous. I sort of shook a bit and nodded and they thought that meant action. So they went action. And then he's like, Oh crap. And he's went, uh, and this like jump basically. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and the, the lights of rig- So there's actually a bit of dispute about this next bit, but the lights um, were me- originally meant to be hooked up to a car battery because mm. that'd be a lot safer. Right. However, they weren't because the car battery. So there's dispute here. There's dispute that either the car battery, they knew the car battery wouldn't power it. So they plugged it into the mains and said to Jackie, if something goes wrong, we'll unplug it. Um, but the other theory is someone accidentally plugged it into the mains. But for whatever reason, the lights were plugged into the mains. That was real. It was real. And there was a, there's, a, there's a possibility they thought he might get electrocuted, which didn't happen. But what it did was it heated up the pole that he was sliding down. So he actually. Oh. Burns on his hands, um, oh, so he slid shoot. down. Actually, the thing, 
I believe he damaged his pelvis as well when he landed through the bottom bit, and then he has yeah. to get up and like start fighting again. Yeah, he runs uh, around the corner. You're just like, holy shit! He does yeah. in the in the in the credits. You see him grab the wrong person, but then it cuts to him grabbing the the villain. Yeah. yeah. So, so apparently he said adrenaline was flowing flowing through him so much he didn't feel any pain. Got up and just grabbed someone, and then they had to go cut 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 like exactly. Um, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Holy crap. Yeah, he had, so yeah, he had one take. He had said he had about an eight-foot gap between him and the pole, and there was no wires, there was no netting or anything. If he missed that pole, he would have died. So he was like basically terrified, going, okay, I'm, I need to do this. Yeah. Thing. Absolutely insane. And that's For an amazing shot. Like, yeah. this is one of the best, like, knowing, because just knowing it was Jackie Chan, you're like, this is real. Like, yeah. he did this. Like, that's an amazing stunt, is what it is. I just Absolutely, can't. Yeah. I and I. And it's my number fucking, one. <laughs> good lord! It's just, and I'm over here, just like I made my hands bleed once when I played drums real hard. You know, <laughs> I can't do a, I can't do a pull up. So <laughs> yeah, gee, a mini Christmas. It is yeah. just crazy. A movie ends great. I maybe we shouldn't say exactly how it ends so that other people can see, like you know, see I it don't, because. Uh, I, this is a good I don't one though. Like, everybody's gonna watch it. Like, yeah, I mean, everybody's right. seen it. I because I want to talk about how the men and the ending. He just fucking loses his mind and starts punching the shit out of everybody. Like he's not well, concerned about the justice. Yeah, he's not concerned about the justice system at all. He's like, I don't care about this. But the, his boss's boss is finally like, file what report? I don't see anything. Yeah, they be. were just like, I didn't see anything, and I was like, I. Right. Yeah, <laughs> let Jackie lose his shit on everybody that fucked him over. So. Again, that, that surprised that the time, reason I, I mentioned it. I was waiting for him to kill somebody, but he, I don't know if he really killed yeah, anybody. So. I thought because all the other movies I've seen end with him being the better man and turning the other cheek and all that stuff. Not this time. He's like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. You're cool. There fuck was you. A slow motion. He's just like, ah, like puts his fist up. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just got that was very B movie ish. You're just like, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh, man. Uh, there's actually something so I mentioned this to Scotty and I don't know if he said this to you Corey at all okay. but my original original VHS version that I have which was the Cantonese version because it was, well, it was it had subtitles on it uh-huh. um, at the very end there's like a bit of a freeze frame and on the screen at the end it had like all this text about what happened to the sort of bad guy and stuff what happened after the movie and oh, things like that oh okay and it alluded to it being a true story and I swear to god I read in an interview somewhere at some point in my life it's based on a true story. I watched it on Amazon and also my DVD. Um, and that doesn't appear. That text does not appear at the end. And it's, it's got, you know, the whole, um, you're insane. Any the person living or dead is completely coincidental. And I was like, wait, what? And I started Googling it afterwards going like, cause I told Scotty, I want to watch this movie because uh-huh. it's based on a true story. And then after I watched it, I was like, wait, is it not based on a true story? <laughs> like for 30 years of my life or something, I you're thought like, this was a lie. story until, this week basically and then i've googled it and i can't find anywhere even mentioning it i can't wow. find that original text on anything and i don't have the vhs tape here or vhs player here so you have no proof find that tape something because like it's, it's it's driving me crazy like i don't understand what happened it's, uh, it's like jackie 20... tran trying to trying to prove that he's innocent <laughs> with this no evidence 20 year mandela effect going on right now <laughs> Oh, man. I swear to God, it exists because I had a friend who watched it with me once. He's like, Oh, whoa, is that based on a true story? I was like, Yes, it was. Because that text came up at the end. 
I don't think it's you have crazy people get together. <laughs> you better track down that friend if they even exist. Yeah. We don't anymore. This is like this reminds me of um of uh when when Chirito and I were roommates and he we both love Transformers and he's like, Did your copy of the movie end like this with like this whole narrative description saying like next time in Transformers at the end of a movie? I'm like, No, what are you talking about? Like, cause I, I owned it. And his copy yeah. of it, but he showed me his copy of it. My my version is just, you know, there's nothing. It's just credits roll, Unitron's head going through space. But yeah. his version, no joke, ends like before the credits come up. It's like, all this happened, blah, blah, blah. What will Rodimus Prime do in the Transformers next time? It's it so weird. Z. <laughs> yeah, it was so weird that that happened at the end of a movie. But it he, he was like almost losing his mind trying to convince me that that happens <laughs> the way you are right now, Graham. Yeah. So I've had that stuff like when I, I mean, I think I've done it on this podcast where yeah. I'm just like, no, that's how it was. I, I'm not crazy. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I have a couple factoids. Uh, we kind of went through most of them. Uh, but one of them I'll mention here and then we'll get, I'm sure you have more interesting ones in this gram. Uh, cause we already mentioned the brakes on the bus. Uh, this is just, these are also IMDb. So take with a grain of salt. One of them is just so much glass was used that the crew began calling the movie glass story. Um, uh, there was, a. <laughs> And apparently the producers use stunt sugar glass, which is twice as thick as ordinary stunt glass for greater realism. Unfortunately, this also led to higher injury rate among stunt people. Um, and then the reason it was called police story, literal translation, um, it had such a plain name because every time Jackie Chan started a new project in Hong Kong, everyone else followed. For example, when Legend of the Drunk, uh, the Legend of Drunken Master was announced, Every filmmaker started making drunken boxing movies. So the police story, <laughs> no one knew what to expect except a police movie. And at that time in Hong Kong cinema, no one ever made a kung fu police movie before. So they couldn't rip it off oh. before it even got put out, essentially. Which I thought okay. I, I could I could believe that. I could believe that. Because yeah. that, you know, that's the same. That's how we would get like trans morphers over here and stuff, you know. Well, copyright um, laws aren't too great over in China either. Right. So. Yeah, a thousand percent. A thousand percent. And then the last thing I'll read here uh, is uh, a television related factoid. In the United Kingdom, the film released as Jackie Chan's Police Story was watched by 1.2 million viewers on television in 2004, making it the year's fifth most watched foreign language film on TV before four other Hong Kong action films, and then was later watched by apparently 800,000 UK viewers in 2006, making it the year's most watched foreign language film on Channel 5. Uh, so does that sound, is that like when you learned of this movie or something, Graham? Were you one of those numbers, maybe? Uh that's long after I learned about these movies. <laughs> he was like, I uh, was the first one. Right. Yeah. Take a seat. Chumps. <laughs> so yeah, that's some I mean, factoids I found, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, those are some good factoids. That's actually some I've actually got written down as well. Um, but, um, Oh, actually, yeah. One, one thing, the whole reason this movie even exists is because of a, basically failed movie that jackie also did uh in america called the protector um okay yeah he's got it right behind um, him folks he just whipped it out or pulled it oh, yeah. up or what yeah jackie Chan. the movie <laughs> <laughs> um so this is a movie that was directed by uh james glickenhouse um who, okay. who made the exterminator if you know that movie the exterminator uh, he's done some mm. other movies I'm, he's not i don't think he's that famous but he was kind of like an up-and-coming name i believe at the time mm. Okay. Um, he basically wanted to, uh, he 
the studio that he worked with worked with um, Golden Harvest in um, Hong Kong, which is Jack, was Jackie, the studio Jackie Chan worked for. They wanted to make uh, a movie yeah. with Jackie Chan, and they made almost like a cop buddy movie, but not like right. Russia. It wasn't a comedy one. It was more of a gritty action movie. And Jackie hated most of the fighting and choreography in it. And a lot oh, of the wow. points. And basically, it came out in America and did quite poorly. And Jack, when Jackie, they, Jackie refused to let them release it in Hong Kong until he changed it. And oh, he actually my. paid to have some of the main actors come back, reshoot. Like, there's like a wow. fight scene at the end, which he reshot the fight scene. He, he shot some other new scenes. They, he edited out the American version, had some nudity in it and swearing. He cut all that out and stuff. Hmm change things around yeah no nudity in this movie in hong kong and asia than it did in america because jackie chan's asian version was just was so much better Hmm. so if you ever want to watch it watch the version the hong kong version yeah basically and i've got the american version on vhs um and i've also got the uh the hong kong version on dvd and blu-ray now as well Um, i never knew this about graham this is amazing (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, he um, basically he hated that movie so much. But he said, "Like, I want to, I want to make a cop movie, but I want it done my way." So then he decided to make Police Story, basically. So, yeah, um, and and also while he was filming um, Police Story, he's also making uh, just busting out here, right here, um, another movie called Heart of the Dragon. Oh, that's uh, a great cover. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so he was filming this basically almost at the same time as police story like heart of the dragon um and apparently like after one of the the stunts he did in the mall he um i, I think he really injured himself and basically had to go to hospital and then basically um had to go to the set of the next movie like basically like, la, 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 la. like so uh, are okay. the stunts and stuff like the almost like in heart of the dragon because i mean i might watch that i mean i liked police story oh. so <laughs> So Heart of the Dragon is a very different movie. It's okay. he's still got action in it and stuff. It's less action packed, but basically, do, have you heard of Sammo Hung before? Um, mm-hmm. He's he's more of a director these days, but he also starred in a TV show called Martial Law in America, okay. which is almost okay. like a Rush Hour style thing. He was like a Hong Kong cop in America with a American cop buddy. It gotcha. went on for a few seasons in in America. Um, so Sammo Hung was one of Jackie Chang's um, people. He sort of. Uh, when he started to learn Marshawn stuff, he did the uh, Peking Opera House, and he was one of the students there with him, and he became friends, and they gotcha. they, they started a few movies together. Anyway, he plays... Um, Jackie Chan plays the older brother of um, Sammo Hung, who is a mentally challenged person, basically. So okay. he's an adult, he thinks he's a kid. And it's kind of like more dramatic, emotional movie, but there is still lots of action comedy. So (laughs) it's not, it's not the same as this or rush hour or anything. It's very different. I really like it. I think it's a really good movie, but it's very different. Um, So we have Jackie Chan on as a guest that we will watch. (laughs) Is that also uh, directed by him? Directed by Jackie Chan? Uh, This one, I believe is directed by, let's just double check. I was about to say, I don't know, but that's where's the directive one. Well, the there's... writing here on here is really small. Uh... <laughs> there's no way he directed two directed movies it. at the same time while starring in them. Oh, it was directed by Sammo Hung. I was, I was about to say Sammo Hung, but normally the director is like the one the first names. It's the very last name on this bit. Um, yeah, directed hmm. by Sammo Hung. Okay. Um, yeah, but yeah, Sammo Hung's a martial arts action hero as well. In, in Hong Kong, he's big in Hong Kong cinema, but yeah, he didn't do any fighting in this one time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so wow, there we go. Oh, another oh, sorry, another factoid about Police Story. Um, 
So the uh, screenwriter basically in an interview sort of explained how this movie was done completely differently to any any other movie. So I thought his name is Edward something, isn't it? Uh, Edward Edward Tang. Edward Tang is like the screen screenplay writer basically for Police Story, yeah. um, along with Jackie Chan. So Jackie Chan directed it and helped write it, but Edward Edward Tang apparently is the main screenwriter. Okay. Uh, he said that basically normally what happens is they come up with a concept of a movie. Then the screenwriter will write the plot points and like basically build the world of the movie, as it were. And mm-hmm. then it goes to the director who then has to sort of make that come to life. This was done a bit differently. They came up with the idea, the concept of a police movie. Jackie said, I want to have scenes set like in a shopping mall, a, a, oh. a village, oh, mountain, okay. um, a bus scene. He basically set up scenes in his mind for action scenes mm-hmm. and then said to the screenwriter, these are the action scenes, put them into a story. So <laughs> that explains a lot. Story it does. It really does. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I have Tokyo Bus Guide, the action movie. Let's figure that out. <laughs> well, I mean, I will definitely say, Graham, if that's all the factoids that you've got, uh, I guess really we go into like what our rating of the movie is. Yeah, uh, we give it a five, whatever. So like um, five double decker buses out of, you know, how many uh, how many double decker buses out of five? Yeah. How many smashed birthday cakes out of five? You know, something. <laughs> we'll let our guests go first. Yeah, Graham, how would you rate this? I, mean, I, I give this five double decker buses smashed into birthday cakes out of five. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. Just fill the double decker buses with birthday cakes. They explode everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. And guys come out kicking like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's yep, great. Yep. Yep. Uh, I mean, it's I'm gonna give I'm gonna give it like a four and a half out of five. Like this is I can't my five out of five. It's not a perfect movie. Right. Like, there's very few movies that I'll give a five out of five, but it is a really amazingly solid action. Like Die Hard is a good action movie. We got I mean, Predator sci fi action. Uh, all you know, I like action movies. This is up in this would probably be up in my top five action movies. It's I will a definitely, good movie with good yeah, comedy. I, we tried, <clears throat> excuse me, I try to watch whatever we're watching. I try to watch it with Rachel, but um, just due to time restraints, uh, we weren't able to watch together. But I do want to watch this again with her. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say since I was like legitimately confused and got lost during some of the plot points, <laughs> that's the only reason I'm not giving it a five out of five. But strong four, strong four out of five, because it was just a lot because there were so many like, wait, what? I need to rewind and see that like spinning yes. kick. I have lost track of Jackie in this scene. I need to rewind and like catch up with him again. And just some so. of them are brutal. You're just like, oh, yeah. Like when like when Jackie Chan just like gets teamed up on, you're just like, oh, here he goes. He gets mm-hmm. he's, it's going to oh. be rough on this one. Yeah, that, that's one thing I love about Jackie. Most Jackie Chan movies, it's like. Bruce Lee and Jet Li movies, I mean, I respect them as martial artists and actors and stuff, but most of the films they're in, they never get beaten up, basically. They're the ones yeah. who are just doing the beating up. Mm-hmm. Like, they can face, like, 20 people, and they, they come out completely unharmed. Jackie goes up against, like, five people. He's going to get the shit kicked out of him. He's going to More realistic. Well. Yeah, he, he still gets his ass kicked a lot, like, um, which I love, basically. I love about yeah. his movies. I it will say him. I respect Jackie Chan. After watching this movie, I respect him a little bit more. Because I, like I said, I didn't watch a lot of his older stuff. Uh, I watched, I mean, I really got into Jackie Chan, unfortunately, with like, you know, the Rush Hour movies. And they're good. They're good movies. But like, this is the stuff I like. And I wonder if Stephen Chow and Jackie Chan have ever worked together on stuff. Because if not, they should. 
Let's find out. Good stuff. Yeah, good right. stuff. Yeah, you want me to find out? <laughs> yeah, we'll just look it up. We'll just be here all day. So. <laughs> Um, thank you so much for joining though, Graham. Um, yes, we'll, uh, thank you very much. We kind of do our plugs at the end here, so we'll let you go first if you'd like to plug anything you do. I mean, you're not really on the internet much, and that's not a slam. That's perfectly <laughs> fine. Go ahead and yeah, live I'm your jealous. life. But if anyone I mean, wants to keep up with what you do do, where would they I mean, follow you? To be fair, right now, I don't really do a huge amount of stuff, as you say. I, I mean, support Mega Visions because I still have some vested interest in that, but I don't really work on it as much anymore. Uh, taking a sort of step back because my life got crazy last year. <laughs> well, you got um, married. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I, I, oh, yeah, in the space of a month, I moved house, got married, and changed jobs. Um, and my house, my house is a mess because it's from the 70s and hasn't been touched since the 70s oh gosh. Um, yeah i've um, been there your yeah, brain example, must be going insane right now <laughs> we had a we had to get a plumber around like this the first day or well, actually they came around the second day because the guy before us had broken the shower and bath basically so oh, we couldn't have God. a bath. God. um and the guy came around and was like yeah this this would be like 20 minutes i can fix this don't worry um nope. and then like an hour later i was like are you okay he's like no i've got to go man i've got to go and get something and he just said all the pipe work is like so old that they don't make the fittings anymore. So you had to go and buy all this equipment Jesus. to make the pipes work with yeah, the new taps yeah. and stuff you bought. Um, it was nuts. But yeah, I mean, so that, yeah, that's my life at the moment. And I'm redoing my, my office space. But anyway, sorry. Um, so, but I do sort of dabble a little bit on the side with a an account I set up called Sega Spirit, just tweeting and putting out some stuff on Instagram as well about Sega stuff, which I hope to start making into more of a proper streaming thing and a bit of a thing but yeah my life's a bit crazy so i just do the occasional tweet or retweet and stuff um although because twitter's a, a fiery clusterfuck at the moment and maybe yeah. maybe a mastodon soon i don't know <laughs> uh, we'll see what happens but yeah uh like uh, sorry did no, you're good. the other day on twitter i was trying to um like and retweet someone's tweet mm -hmm. it literally wouldn't let me press the button and nothing was happening it's just flashing i was like what is going on like yep I know Elon Musk is saying everything's fine, but I don't think it is anymore. Like, I mean, there's a reason why uh, Static Zone now has a hive as well. So, yeah, <laughs> we, uh, I don't want to heard about hive. I, well, I might be on Hive and Mastodon, but yeah, Sega Spirit—that's something I do on the side. So yeah, come check okay. me out. Anyway, cool. Sorry. Cool. We'll we'll yeah, link it appropriately in the uh, in the description of the episode too, yeah. so that people can find you there. So, um, yeah. Well, I guess that's worth pointing out. Then you want to go ahead and take the the next uh, take the reins there, Corey. Let people know what we're doing now on social media. Yeah. So uh, just because we've created over on, I guess it's just Hive.com. Uh, Twitter's like we said, a dumpster fire. So we're if you just... Google Hive, like a beehive, Hive Social, you'll find the app yes. that we're talking about. Uh, there, it's only an app. There is no desktop thing that I've seen so far, but uh, it's pretty cool. It's like a an amalgamation of uh, MySpace, Instagram, and Twitter. And uh, I know of right now, if you're on Apple products, uh, you get the music thing already. I'm not uh, on an Apple product, so hmm. you can't. I if, I can't even listen to music on your profile. So you might be needing to link those music things. So check us out over there. We're still on Twitter. We're still on Instagram. We're still on all that. It's just another social media account we have to keep up with. So <laughs> I couldn't be more annoyed by it, but here we are. Um, I like it though. Eh, it'll get there. Something will help us. Uh, managing social it is, media it's is a job, and there's right a reason. Now. There's a reason that is a job, like an actual career for some people managing social media. Because yep. yeah, we are. Because Hive is, uh, it looks like a Twitter timeline combined with Instagram. Because you can do pictures. There's no yep. character limit. You can do uh, um, 
videos Links. and on your profile you can have a like theme song playing so that's how it's like myspace a little bit very strange yeah and... i miss myspace i'm up for this now i'm really up I, for this. I, I, boomer social media over here was all excited about it too like i was really happy about it <laughs> so that that is there um basically you'll find our support our so- music yeah, you'll find our social links in the description of every episode we ever post. Um, but we are on Instagram, Twitter, and Hive. Um, trying to get things... I, I've given up on creating a Facebook group because it's so fucking it's backwards anymore. Like, I, I accidentally created two, and I don't even know how at this point. So, <laughs> fuck Facebook. That's for everybody that wants to show us how old we are by showing pictures of rotary phones. Fuck that. Just go to the other socials to follow us, please. Um... But no, we've got some guests coming up because Graham is the first one. We're going to have uh, my buddy Nick uh, on a future one coming up here. And um, that makes it easier for us because we don't have to argue about what movie we're going to watch next. So True. Leave it well, up to also having Graham, we might have gotten spoiled on Graham because Graham very much was very knowledgeable in this. That's, that's okay. what we hoped. That's what we hope all of our guests, they'll pick a movie that they are knowledgeable on so that yeah. they can, you know, converse with us. But it's it's. No diss to you, Scotty, but it's nice to have somebody, you know, to throw ideas off of other than you sometimes. So, <laughs> I mean, the it's last fine. one we had was Chirito, and that was like 20 episodes ago. Yep. Whoa, uh, that was for Action well, Jackson. Hopefully at some point I can come back with Wheels of Meals. We can watch that movie. Look, you got a list back there, and I don't think uh, Scotty or I will <laughs> decline your invitation. So. Nah, nah. So uh, I think that'll just about do it, but... As always, folks, if you're getting a little bit of static, don't touch that dial because you are right where you need to be. The static zone. We never get this right. This is Grant trying it now, too. Flawless. (laughs) We're out. Jackie Chan. Hold it. Dynamic. Dauntless. A ladies' man. He's no average cop. But he gets the job done. At first, he was hailed as a hero. Lock him in the cells. Yes, sir. Book him. For murder. Until he got set up. Now, his whole police precinct is after him. To clear his name, his only chance is to get the crooks who framed him. is a one-man battalion.
as he sets his record straight in Police Story.